Farmer's Family. Won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today it's another For, for the, the Stepdads. Step yeah, your dirty old stepdads are here to talk you through some stuff. Um... <laughs> What a great month, man. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice to, to go through some of Richard Matheson's stuff that I didn't realize was Richard Matheson. Richard Burton Matheson. Uh, is it really Richard Burton Matheson? Mm-hmm. Wow. RBM, baby. I Notorious literally had RBM. no idea. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Born in 1926. Well, no wonder why. It's a little Dickie Burton. Yeah. Dickie Burtz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was great. Uh, I... We got some great feedback on uh, Loose Cannons. Apparently, we weren't the only ones that actually liked that movie. Yeah, it's interesting that such an obscure movie had so many people... (laughs) Such a seemingly (laughs) hateful movie. Yeah, Yeah. people dug it. I mean, look, it was great. We had the... My love, the 70s sci-fi goodness of yeah. the Omega Man. Oh, and then Omega Man's so good. The 70s TV movie goodness of Kolchek. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then the 80s. Well, because it was made then. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Let's, let's say call it eighties. <laughs> it's it, definitely eighties. It also yeah. uh, is only relevant in the eighties, <laughs> not in the nineties. It was only relevant <laughs> in nineteen eighty-eight. Loose cannons, which uh, was the surprise of the month for me. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I was surprised. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Josh Frank, yeah. one of our listeners, uh, who suggested doing a double feature of Loose Cannons and Buckaroo Banzai. Ooh. Uh, he actually owns a drive-in down in Austin called the Blue Starlight. Well, he would know then. Uh, so he, yeah, he, he's, he's like, I do, he literally was like, oh, I do, uh, I do these classic movies, like, along with the new ones, so, like, I'll have to do a double feature of this. So. Nice. You know what else would be, would be a good double feature would be this and The Couch Trip. The Couch Trip? That's another, isn't that God, the that other one? vaguely familiar. Isn't that the one with... Uh, uh, Did we probably talked about it? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think the couch trip is with Walter Matthau and. Oh yeah, 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 and, yeah, uh, yeah. Dan That's Ed right. Roy. We did talk about it because it is. It was Dan Aykroyd a lot being playing. playing at being right. crazy, but not actually being crazy. Right. Yeah. So you could see him playing being crazy and being crazy, sort of. He's <laughs> such a good actor, man. Oh, he's I, amazing. I even despite the one of the most cringy moments in oh my god stop <laughs> not enough beer in the world to make me forget about that <laughs> yeah a bit, but it was great he's great he's such a good actor and uh, they're doing a new uh, Ghostbusters movie apparently they're bringing it back to New York are they is it the like the Afterlife cast yeah the Afterlife cast and then and then and then the original I'm assuming Ackroyd's gonna be in it again right uh, or you, you know cameo whatever. I I watched that movie and I enjoyed that movie, but mm-hmm. for the life of me, I cannot remember the cameos. Really? Like God, I, they're literally in the third act. They all go to Ohio or whatever. They're all alive. They're not ghosts or anything. No, Except, Harold Ramis is a ghost. Yeah, but Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and Bill Murray and and um, Ernie Hudson, who who was theoretically he had the 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 big business and was like the big uh, corporate guy yeah. in the movie anyway afterlife was good i liked it a lot more than me I too would. me too uh, so i'm excited and I, the young cast was really great so i am excited to uh, to see whatever they come up with yeah that Finn Wolfhard is becoming quite a <laughs> a, a, a star it's funny yeah. i saw this video you know cuz i watched the youtubes on the tv and well that's how we know you're old jim <laughs> and i i get down these deep dives and i found that and I didn't know this, that Weezer did a cover of Take On Me. 
by Aha. Oh yeah, I think they had a covers album because they also did Africa. I gotta look into this. Well, they they did Africa because of that one kid who tweeted literally every day for like ten years. Of I'm not kidding. This is true. Every day at Weezer, saying you need to cover Africa by Toto, and then finally they did it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. well they somebody must have done that with uh, Take on Me. Yeah, but the video had Finn Wolfhard. Oh yeah, playing Rivers Cuomo. Like, oh. and it it starts out with him look watching the video and like yeah. drawing in his books as a teenager. It's <laughs> like somewhere nice. in the late in the eighties, Rivers Cuomo's out, <laughs> and then his friends come over and they do the cover of the song, and it's a good cover. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always, love Weezer. I love Weezer, too. I One of the best concerts I ever saw was Weezer and um, uh, Tenacious D. Ooh, it was a good, good show. And yeah. in fact, the day I saw them, George Harrison died oh. that day. And it, it literally got the news as I was driving to the concert. And, oh. then, and then Jack Black did the most amazing cover of... Uh, my guitar something. Gently yeah, while well, my guitar gently weeps. It was so good. Yeah. I, it was so good. It was such a great show. It's weird. I watched, yeah. uh, again... In my rabbit holes, <laughs> I ended up watching Jack Black play Red Dead Redemption for <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two for like yeah. ten minutes, and he brought his kids down. But it's just basically him talking like this, being okay. like, "Oh, we're gonna get him! Oh, we're gonna get them Driscolls!" And, so and, literally, and some, if you were famous, did what you'd be doing <laughs> exactly, except not as entertaining. And he brought his oh, kids. Oh, that's on. not true. And I think he's got like some beef, some faux beef with Ninja because he kept talking about Ninja. Ninja? I think Ninja's like the... another Twitch stream. Oh, okay. Come I was on, like, I'm... I don't know, man. <laughs> you just say Ninja like it's a certain thing that I should ninja. know. I know what ninjas are. Yeah. Well, uh, and I got to say this, too. I've never thought about subscribing to the ad-free YouTube before. Yeah. But there's this ad, <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry. I, ju- I literally just saw it this morning. Yeah. I, I think the company's called Digipad or Dial pad. See, this is how Dial awful pad. this yeah. is because I only I, have, I only remembered because you mentioned it. <laughs> right. Because their commercials are so bad, so ridiculously off putting and <laughs> and just obnoxious. This poor woman, this poor actress has to act it's it, just it's, like the most obnoxious human being in an office ever. Everybody and it's not a good commercial. No, they were trying to pull the old spice, like where things change, but like it's super low budget. Yeah, and it's just and I still they talk about what the product is or whatever what it, is. it is. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I still All don't I know, know what it does. I know that I will never use it <laughs> ever because of their incessant yeah. horrible commercial. They it's the worst advertising campaign I think I've seen and. And it's on all the oh, time. Oh, my God. All the time. And then there's another one. And this one's really weird because there's this other one that comes on with this lady. And she's like, you know, and I couldn't drive because I started to get these bumps under my arms. And as soon as she says the bumps under her arms, that's when the you can skip the commercial thing pops on. Yeah. And I've always done it. <laughs> and I'm so – I'm like, what are the bumps under her arms? What is it? Hoist by your own petard, man. You I got to finish watching it. I won't. I don't have the patience. <laughs> but uh, that one – that one intrigues me, but the uh, oh god, the digipad. I I was talking. A friend of mine uh, came over a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about. And he he said very early on that he subscribed to YouTube to do the ad free stuff. Right. And 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 he said that of all the viewers, I think it's like point one percent or something actually subscribe to the YouTube. <laughs> Good lord! I know. Well, they still make money off. Oh of yeah. It. But like, he was like, it's so worth it because you. Never have to worry about commercials ever with anything. Well, I think you get a whole DVR system and all sorts of crap yeah, too. Yeah, but it's well, expensive. but no, is that I think that's just with the YouTube TV. 
I don't oh. think that's YouTube Premium. Okay, so there's so many different yeah. things. YouTube Premium is like is like just not watching commercials, but YouTube TV you get actually like live TV and stuff. Well, it's like well, let's talk about the streaming services for sure. a minute. So we got HBO Max, which is next month going to be Max, which Max. super smart move dropping the extremely prestige I, part of your for whatever reason, name. man. That guy, this Discovery CEO, hates HBO. Well, he just hates ha- it. It's because he's a, a reality TV hack. He has no he's taste. A, he's a duck hunter. Oh, he's whatever. awful. Awful. Yeah. Here's a little public service announcement for you, HBO Max subscribers. And this is something that I didn't realize until yeah. I looked into it: is they have a sneaky third tier now. Yeah. Where they had, you know, the ad-free one, which is whatever price, and then the one that you have now, which is like 16 bucks, yeah, which is going to be the same price. But now they have a 20-something one, which is the only way right. for you to get 4K right. and right. Dolby Atmos. It, it just is, again, yeah. showing that this dude has no idea oh, what no. he's doing. Oh, no. He just wants money. I, and it's, it's going to ruin That's the all. service. It's going to oh, ruin yeah. the service. Nobody wants to watch Discovery crap. The people that want to watch the Discovery Plus stuff have already subscribed to it. You're not exactly. going to expand your base by combining them. I mean, I'll check it out and see, but none of that. I don't need to watch 40 seasons of Pawn Stars. Yes, and I'm telling you right now, anybody that subscribes to HBO Max <laughs> right now is an HBO aficionado. Sure. And is not going to give an F about your crappy programming. Yeah. No matter how much you cram it in our face, jerk jerks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's happening. Because I think there's a might be a grace period of a few uh, months yeah, while you still like, get it. But it's right. just, you know, that's the same thing with uh, Netflix. Now they yeah. have that tier yeah. where you got to pay extra for right. for, for current uh, level yeah, quality. Yeah, 4K stuff, yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah. And here's the thing, too. Let's talk about the quality. Not, not the programming quality. Yeah. But let's talk about the quality of some of these streaming services. Like, yeah. So I think the... In my opinion, I think the top are, in terms of quality, is Netflix, because they've yeah. been doing it the whole time. I don't yeah. have a lot of problems with them. No, they, it's very rare for it to lose quality. Even on my, like, I don't, my, the, the internet, our internet service does not go very well into the bedroom, my bedroom way back in the back of the, of the Gen X. It's, a, it's an unequal system, and I feel bad. Yeah, about it's it. fine. But it's enough that I, it's fine. But it, it unlike other services, Netflix will, when there's drop in, like, bit rate. Yeah. It will still stay at the 1080. Like, I, it's very unnoticeable that it goes away, unlike some of the others. Oh. Now, and I think HBO Max does a good job of streaming. I yeah. haven't had a lot of problems with them. Yeah. Same. And Disney does a pretty good job. Yeah, Disney, yeah. They just throw money at everything. Now, at the other side, Paramount Plus <laughs> is one of the worst. Yeah. I don't even have – I barely watch it. I literally paid – a annual fee for it, and I barely watch it because you can't get it on because it's PS5. not available on my service that I use. Yeah, the so PlayStation Network, which yeah, is you know, which is ridiculous. So many people watch it from consoles. Yeah, people don't yeah. have cable. There's anymore. no reason that it shouldn't be on there. But also, not just their lack of uh, foresight of putting it on right. all the platforms. It's just it de- it degrades. I am a big fan of the Daily Show, mm-hmm. and often it just disappears. Weird. It won't be on the next day. It'll, Weird. It'll maybe show up later in the evening or the next yeah, day. Yeah. Um, they do. See, this is the other thing. Okay, so this is in, in relation to that. Yeah. Like, I watch a lot of the late night stuff on YouTubes. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. And, and like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel and Seth Meyers and these guys will have their stuff up like 20 minutes after 
not I think it's even before it technically airs on the East Coast. Yes. But like it's up. Like their monologue or whatever will be up. Mm-hmm. The Daily Show on YouTube because I really wanted to watch the Jordan Clipper week. Oh yeah. And he was so first, good. The first two days they were there. Since then, no. They're kind of on YouTube. They're maybe not. Like, they did an interview. He did an interview with AOC that was, like, they'd split up into, like, four parts. And it was. I was like, I just want to see the monologues. Yeah. Like, what is, you know, I mean, I just want to see the news. And it, so I, I, I honestly think it has more to do with Paramount and and those, their IT people. And, yes. like, them not, just not knowing, like, the protocols are not there. They don't have it down. Because also, like, the first four minutes when I watched The Daily Show... It looks like I'm watching an old VCR, watching it through, and I just through took a the tracking thing yeah. and went, Boo! yeah, it's through just a potato. Blocking. It's yes, just exactly. like now you're watching with potato vision. Yeah, yeah. they need to get their act together. Um, it's, it's not good. Yeah, Peacock is kind of hit and miss in terms of quality. Peacock, uh, I watch a lot of Peacock yeah. because I just finished Frasier, uh, oh, nice. which was great, um, and then we had watched Cheers on that, and now we're watching uh, Modern Family, which is also Ooh. on Peacock. The first 20 seconds is always like 280, like 280 pixels. Like it's just blocky badness. Yeah. And then it picks up and it goes. Yeah. And it's fine. And Netflix used to do that back in the day. But I think since they started in the 4K stuff, they've, they've picked everything up. Yeah, they have. And one thing that Peacock does have that I, I really enjoy is they, they do have the skip intro. Yeah. For most of yeah. their things. Hulu. Yeah. Who is pretty decent. They do not have the skip. I still watch The Family Guy. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I, I really don't know why devotion. either. Every and time I hear it on when you're watching, I'm just like, Jim, what are you not, doing? It's not as bad as you would think it is. Yeah. It's just kind of like... It was never... A, I was never big into it. Right. So I, yeah. I get it. I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, but the opening of that show, the song on that show, I hate <laughs> so much. I hate it. I hate it. The sound of it. Yeah. The, the first notes of it to the last notes of it makes me want to rip... Just jam <laughs> sticks into my ears, and uh, you can't skip it. No, I mean I gotta. Yeah. I literally skip it. I mean, ooh, first world problems. But I, you know, I have to literally. <laughs> I have to hit the button. Oh no! Wait five seconds. Oh no! But I mean, we have that quality. Skips, man. We need skips. Obviously, the technology is yes. there. Other streaming services have it. It's just the. I think with all of these rate hikes and all this money that we're spending, they really need to get their infrastructure up. Yeah, agreed. And, agreed. you know, internet quality is getting better. Speeds are getting faster. And this whole, like, extra for 4K and extra for sound stuff, no, that gonna, needs to stop. They're going to nickel and dime you. It's their business. That's well, what they're this do. is why we're not going to have all these streaming services. That they, yeah. they keep getting folded in is because, you you know, people are going to drop you when you nickel and dime. Netflix is – this password crackdown thing is going to cost them a ton of money. Yeah. You know, I, I, I will. We'll see. I haven't really heard anything of it being a problem as of yet. Well, but, there's uh, just I don't know. I mean, there's not. Netflix isn't putting out as much as they used to. Yeah, they're relying really heavily on international stuff. Yes. Yeah. And I enjoy which is, that. Which is not bad. Yeah, I just watched yeah. uh, Copycat Killer, which was a. A Korean. A Korean. Yeah. No, no. Uh, oh, no. That no, was no, Thai. Thai. That was You're from right. Thailand. The. The. Um, the Glory the was glory, a Korean, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I enjoyed both I need of them. to watch that, yeah, yeah. The funniest thing about the copycat killer, the Thai show, was 
uh, one of the leads has this red sports car, and it's a Pontiac Fiero because oh, nice. I had a Pontiac Fiero. Nice, nice. But they took the Pontiac thing off and stuck a Ferrari up on it. Nice, to make it. nice. I'm like, yeah, Thailand. Um, <laughs> you got to make what you got to make. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I enjoy watching international stuff, yes. But I don't want to wait three years to see yeah. Stranger Things. You know, the kids are going to be in their 30s by the time. We yeah. get, you know, it's going to be it, we're, it's going to be in 2021 because of the time catch up. Right. By the time right, they get right. done with this thing. And they're not making as money. But there's only there's only like one more. I think so. There's one more season, season or whatever. And I think they offered uh, Millie Bobby Brown tons yeah. of money to do a seek, uh, like spinoff. Offshoot. Yeah. She didn't do it. Yeah. I know we weren't going to really talk about quality of programming, but. That's the thing that's going to yeah. make or break. And that's why I'm so worried about – I'm not super worried about HBO Max because HBO is still going to be HBO. There's still yeah, the HBO I, channel. That stuff's still going to be on there. We're still going to yeah. get that stuff. They're still going to be creating content. But yeah. the really cool stuff that they did create – Doom Patrol. Which wasn't yeah. an original. It came from DC, but it became an, a, a yeah, Max original. Yeah. Or – uh, they've the got, I, but they've got they've got other stuff like that that um, Elizabeth Olsen show that's just starting uh, about the na- she sleeps with the neighbor right and right murders her neighbor or whatever spoilers um, yeah well <laughs> it's there's already been book. one show on Peacock about it plus documentaries I don't yeah um, I don't know if she actually did or not I haven't watched any of the stuff so she may not have yeah it might have been some no, well, I mean I'm just teasing you because yeah. it's literally in the yeah I mean it's also been forty years yeah <laughs> yeah. Um. But that's just – that's an HBO Max? No, it's a Max original. Max original. So, uh, yeah. So I, I this is like, all stuff that was in the works before yes, – Yes, Obviously, yes. Donnie if Darko takes if over. If it's airing yeah. in May, then it's been going for a while. He didn't find a way to get a tax break from sticking it in a drawer for the rest yeah, of their lives. Yeah. That just disgusts me to no end. I can't imagine. It's hard enough to try to get anything made in this town. Oh, yeah. But then you finally get it done and you're ready and then, and then your boss goes – yeah, no one's ever going to see ever. this. You just spent years, years probably, years. and then months, months making it. And, you know, it's not like it was an indie movie. It was an $80 million movie that had $90 million. Movie. Michael Keaton was in it as Batman. I mean, were, and, yeah, everyone was so excited about that. And uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, who, you know, he's oh, yeah, the bad guy, yeah. and, and he's huge now. And it's just... It, it would have been so smart of them to actually release the stupid thing. Yeah, even if it was really bad. I mean, it couldn't have been worse than, like, Wonder Woman 1984 or... The yeah, that Superman was not, that was not great movie. Any of the last Shazam five Superman yeah. movies? I mean, come on, it's not going to be as bad as any of that stuff. What are you watching then? Um, well, like I said, I just finished Frasier. Uh, which did you know they have a new show coming? Yes, I didn't know this. I they just announced that they cast uh, Perry Gilpin, who played Roz, is coming back. I had no idea what the show was about. David Ike Pierce isn't coming back. Nope. Uh, neither is uh, Daphne. Right. The, whose name I don't remember. Uh, Penelope something, I think? I think so. Yeah, I think. Yes, I think you're right. But uh, neither of them are coming back. He chose not to. Uh, poor John Mahoney. I, He's I not wish. coming back. He's definitely not coming no. back. But the show is centered around. Neither is the dog. <laughs> God, really? <laughs> really? You had to go there? <laughs> Pretty sure the dog didn't even survive the actual show. Probably. I think they <laughs> had two. I think that one of the I mean, it's 11 years. That's a long time for. Jack Russell's for lived for a while. They though. do. Uh, but apparently the show is about. The son, Freddie, who was played so well and annoyingly well by the kid that played in the last, like, four or five seasons. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a different actor. But apparently 
he goes to college and then he decides to drop out and become a firefighter. And then Frazier has to move in with him in Boston. So it's essentially a reversal of the dad, his dad moving in with him. At the oh, start of so it's a blue worker with an erudite father. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to be sitting in a Chippendale chair and I'm going to have a Persian <laughs> no, cat. No, his George Eames chair. A George Eames chair and my Persian cat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway, I, I was like, okay, I, I'm curious. It, they're doing it as a three camera comedy. So, like, it's going to be that sitcom style. And I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Fraser in a while, so I'm really curious to see how old he looks now. Eggs. But yeah, so anyway, but I was really excited. It, it ended really well. It ended better than I thought it did. It was really interesting. Um, but I but I enjoyed that show a lot. Uh, uh, I did watch the first episode of Mrs. Davis. Oh, baby. What'd you think? Uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's super weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I but I like it. It's in that vein, and we were talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit. It's in that vein, kind of that vein of like preacher, uh, not the show, more the comic. But like, it's just this world that is kind of off from our world. Yeah, but you just accept it. Yeah. Well, I watched the first four because they yeah. dropped four yeah. on the premiere, and I love it. And I the thing I love about it is. It's not weird for weird's sake. Yeah. the Everything pays off pretty much. Right, right. Or it starts to. I mean, I, I don't want to give anything away yeah, because yeah, everything is just so crazy. But you think it's just this show about a nun who is fighting AI. Yeah, yeah. But Mrs. Davis. Right. But there's just so much more to it. So many twists, so many turns. Okay. Within the first four episodes that it almost gives you whiplash. Oh, wow. But wow. it's, it, it again, it earns it. Yeah, and and it yeah. reminds me, like like the way this is why I think that uh, uh, Peacock is doing some really great work. Yeah, agreed. In terms of quality of shows, I think Peacock is one of my favorite. Yeah, because what they did with Poker Face is like a '70s oh, show. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like an '80s show to me. The '80s had all of these high concept. Yeah, kind of weird shows like, like Holmes and Yo-Yo and like Knight Rider, sure, and, and stuff like yeah, these weird. You just kind of accept the concept, right? And, it's, it, and, and you go with it, and it's gleefully weird, yeah. You know, yeah. And it it embraces itself, and it's not too dark. This the show is oh, fun no, and no. funny. It has it definitely could, comedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be super dark with you know yeah. what it's about, but it just kind of has that eighties hopefulness or something about it, yeah. That yeah. really kind of and this is what Peacock is doing is they. Doing nostalgia TV is hard because mm-hmm. either, you know, you're just doing fan service or you're replicating something without the actual soul to it. What Ryan Johnson did with Poker Face was he found the essence of the procedural, mm-hmm. procedural, the Columbo, the yeah, the, A-team, yeah. whatever. And he that has that same heart and soul yeah. of those shows. And that's what made those shows so great. Right. It wasn't just copying the format right. or being like, oh, right. we can do this again. It was taking the DNA of those shows and and splicing it into Poker Face and making right, it a right, hybrid. Right, that was one of the most enjoyable shows of last year for me. Oh, agreed, year. agreed. Do not, yeah, it is. It has such a satisfying ending to the first season, yeah. and I, it, it was it was so good. It was and it's so good. completely in my wheelhouse. It's the closest thing to like a cool detective show that we've had in a while. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. got a magnum feel to it. Uh, yeah, it's oh, it's so great. Yeah, and I think Mrs. Davis is you know I think and I, I want to see what they do with the '90s. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. kind of like a, a 
X Files type of dealy. Well, that'd be or, cool. Yeah, because yeah, some you know, kind of a supernaturally show. Because the nineties, we had all of the you know the sci fi and the weirdness and like, mm-hmm. what we're getting back to with these streaming shows is they have they're giving creators the freedom to do right, something right. different, which is it's so weird because sometimes you do that and you get these beauty gems, yeah, and then sometimes yeah. you just let people run free like Taika Waititi on uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, and you just get a big. Mess, right, right, you know. Right, so right, it's, I guess right. it's a crapshoot. Yeah, but it's still not. But Mrs. Davis looks really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited to watch more of it. Uh, Phoebe really liked it, so I'm yeah. curious uh, to see um, how that goes. I've also started watching Jury Duty. Oh, uh, with Polly uh, Shore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, hey, I'm, buddy. I'm turning it into a, a TV series where it's just Polly Shore. Uh, it's like a, you're it. doing ten minute yeah. little chunks. You're bringing back Quibby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Already? No, not retro enough, Jim. <laughs> I'm going to wait another 20 years. Uh, no, Jury Duty is – It's the concept of it is uh, that it's – there's the main focus of the show is this guy who's on jury duty uh, who's a real person, yeah. not an actor, but he doesn't realize that everyone else – literally everyone else that he meets is an actor. So it's like a Joe Schmo. Yeah. Uh, James Marsden is in it uh, playing himself on jury duty. Like, the first episode's so great because the, when the dude realizes who James Marsden is, <laughs> all Marsden can talk about is Sonic the Hedgehog and just goes on and on about it. It's That's really hilarious. Funny. I love James Marsden. He's I think so he's, good. You should really watch this. It's he really is good. such an underrated actor. His looks, I think, get in the way for yeah. him because he's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But he's hilarious. He was hilarious on 30 Rock. He, yes. you know, granted... He's like the king of acting against an animated dude because he did that Easter movie with the yeah. Easter Bunny yeah. and he did the yeah. Sonic movie. But it's from uh, Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stepnitsky, who were writers for The Office. Oh, good. Uh, they've created they, – they're the guys who did uh, um, Good Boys. The, you remember that movie with yes, the kids? Yes, that yeah. was really funny. It was uh, Gene Stepnitsky's directorial debut. Oh, it was good. Um, that was really good. But yeah, so it's it's really fun. I'm curious. It's on Freebie, so you have to watch commercials with it. But Freebie. The most most of the commercials are only are the breaks are only like a minute long, right? Um, and then it gives you a countdown, so it's not too bad. But but definitely worth watching. Okay, I, it's it's really funny. I'll check it out. Yeah, um, that's really all I've been watching. I would like to watch Dead Ringers at some point. The, yeah, uh, Rachel Vice uh, remake remake. Show. There's some a lot of shows. I need to watch the second season of Yellow Jackets. Yeah, that's going strong. Yeah, I still haven't. I need to watch that. But it's so hard. My attention span is just getting worse and worse as I get older. Because yeah, uh, I'll just get uh, I'll start something and then I'll totally forget about it. But I did watch All of Glory. Yeah, which is a, a popular Netflix Korean mm-hmm. show, which I really enjoyed. I I love Korean cinema and mm-hmm. I love Korean TV. I totally recommend that. I did watch that Thai show, Copycat Killer, which I really enjoyed. It was fun. Yeah. It just, you could tell that these guys are fans of movies like Saw and uh, Seven because it's got that, you know, kind yeah. of gritty feel to it. Yeah. And there's some good twists and turns in it. And uh, it was really fun. I just finished the second season of The Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need to start watching that. So good. It's so interesting. The animated shows that they're doing about Star Wars are really filling in all the gaps. Yeah, yeah. About the Clone Wars and what right. happens in this season has a lot to do with what do you do with the clones? 
Right, right. You know, once they decommission them all, what do right. you do with them? Because we have new stormtroopers. And a woman in the Senate who's trying to, you know, who's pushing for, you know, human rights and all sorts right. of things. And there's, then, yeah, there's still people. Yeah, yeah, but then there's this, like, really bad doctor dude. Nice. Like, nice. He's, he's just evil. Played so well. Jimmy Simpson. You, you'd you know him if you yeah, saw him. Yeah, I know who Jimmy Simpson is. He, yeah. he played the... Uh, the victim who survived in Zodiac. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just, he pops up everywhere. Yeah, he's good. He's great. Like, he's really good. I didn't, I had to look it up because I kind of recognize the yeah. voice. But it, yeah. it is not a Jimmy Simpson voice, but he oh, really? is just, nice. it's delicious. And uh, Wanda Sykes is in this season mm-hmm. and there's just some heartbreaking stuff is, that happens. Is and, this, is it produced by Dave Filoni? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all so the it, animation So it stuff fits is, in with all the, yeah. okay. And it's just the quality of the animation and everything. Wait till you get your new TV and yeah, then watch it. Yeah. And, uh, but it's just uh, this season was really, really good about filling in the gaps. And then also there's just some really great arcs for these characters. Yeah. Because there's one character who split off from them and went back to the Empire. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was like the sniper guy. Yeah. Deadshot or something. I don't know. And uh, or Bullseye. I don't know. And uh, But there's this just whole thing about his experience being back in the Empire and yeah. what yeah. it does to him. And it's just this insane arc. It's really good storytelling. The animation that they do, you know, the Dave Filoni stuff. And this is why they, you know, they're basically giving him the reins of Star Wars. Yeah. Because yeah. The Clone Wars is an exceptional show. Star Wars Rebels is a great show. And again, they... Bring in the old characters and they fill in the yep. gaps. And yeah. if you haven't been watching it, I wholly recommend watching it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting talking about the like, what do you do with the clones after we don't have the clone army anymore? Because that's it's similar to questions that I had about like the Empire yeah. after it fell after Return of the Jedi and things like the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like they had that whole episode where it was kind of like, well, these are the former empire guys and they kind of work for us, but they're still second class citizens. And it's like, it was always that question of, well, what do you do with all these people yeah. afterwards? Which and I find fascinating. Exactly. I love the yeah. minutia. I love yeah. the politics. I love that stuff. And I know a lot of people don't. I know. A lot of people complained about it in the Mandalorian. It didn't have anything to do with the Mandalorian, but, but it's, but it was interesting. What is wrong with you people? Can, can you not, <laughs> Hold two thoughts in your head at the same time. No, they can't enjoy things. It's all part of a bigger story, right? So we're, you know, you're, you're, we're, we're getting a little, and also they kind of had to change gear a little bit after Rangers got, well, yeah, axed, yeah. so they can kind of, you know, ham fist their way into that. But it's still like, I find the, the like you said, you know, the reeducation and, yeah. and how do you become part of, you know, you have to make pledges and all this stuff. It's very, you yeah. know, fascist yeah. almost, and. Uh, and you just see the corruption of you, what's great about it is now that the rebels, you know, quote unquote, right. have taken over. Yeah. It's not that much better. No, no, you no. Know? There's no, still corruption. There's yeah. still all sorts of stuff going on. They're there's, not necessarily so the much good guys. Bureaucracy. Yes. So much. It's just, yeah. And that's, it's just it, the world building in Star Wars you know, you got 50, 40 something years, yeah. you know, of world building. So it's just so rich yeah. and fun. And oh, uh, speaking of Star Wars, there's a new game coming out. Uh, the Jedi Survivor, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, been getting nines and tens across the, the board. The sequel to 
Fallen Order. Order. Yeah. Fallen Order, yeah. Uh, Starring Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. Who might make a live-action appearance. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Good for that guy. He's a really good actor. Uh, I loved him on... He was excellent on Shameless. He played the the gay son. Oh, um, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. I didn't, okay, okay. Yeah, he's such a good actor. And he he was great in the first game. Which I think I'm going to play through again on like easy or story mode just to get through it. Man, I tried doing that and I had to put it away. <laughs> well, it's funny. I watched a a YouTube's yeah. about you know kind of a recap of it. I just was like, this was in that game. Yeah, that was in yeah, that game. Yeah, kind of made me want to play. I it know. Again the I more stuff so I see, I keep I keep being like, oh, maybe I'll, I should. Yeah. But... All I remember is just kind of the backtracking on yeah. one planet and, and how hard it was to kill this ridiculously easy creature. Right. You know, right, everything was right. just so hard. I'm not a Souls-like fan. I yeah, don't have same, the skills same. to pay those bills. Yeah. But, uh, um... Well, speaking of games, what are you playing? I am playing so much, and yet so little. <laughs> uh, I... I've been playing Diablo 3 a lot. Yeah. There have been these great sales that, yeah. yeah. uh... Are just so hard to pass up, man. I know it and doesn't. It's like, oh, it's only eight bucks. It's, it's only, only five bucks. bucks. It's two bucks. I, what did we get? We got uh, the like definitive edition of Dead Island one for two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's less than a cup of coffee for I eighty know. hours yeah. of zombie killing goodness. But uh, shout out to this site, Game Ranks. Yeah, uh, they do a lot of really great videos. Um, I've bought so much stuff yes. because of their listing videos. Sony should pay them. <laughs> they should. They, Jake Baldino and uh, Falcon and the Falcon. They should give them a lot of money because they I, they're so persuasive yeah. when it comes to like. In fact, that was I just bought uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising because yep. they talked about overlooked PS5 games, yeah. and it was their number one. And yeah. I was like. I I'd only I'd never seen any gameplay. Yeah. I I just saw the title on the cover of the game and I was like that looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it I saw the gameplay and they talked about it and I was like, "Okay. Why like, not? It's, that seems right up my alley." Yeah, I had like a Five dollar coupon, so I got it for six bucks. Yeah, that's when, and it was like I paid nine. I think I or t- ten, eleven bucks for it. So it was like, yeah. Okay. I mean, we bought maybe five or six games for. Under thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, so many. Under twenty. Spring sale. Twenty five dollars. It's it's uh, going until May tenth, so definitely check it out. Yeah, and there's some really good stuff. I picked up Dying Light, uh, the definitive edition right, for under right. ten, like eight bucks or nine bucks. I played a little bit of that. Really fun. Yeah, I need. I I'm not going to start it until I finish Dead Island. Makes sense. And then we could play. We could play it together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, Diablo three. I've been jamming through that. It's just I've really for some reason gotten into these top down. Yeah, games. same, same. Uh, we still need to finish The Ascent. Like, yeah. it's such a pretty game. Yeah, and and now that I'm really into top-downs, I'm, yeah. I'm back into that. Uh, I played I played a little bit of Sleeping Dogs, which is a very old... I love that. I've played through that twice. It is an amazing... It's the closest it's, thing to playing through, like, Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just the fighting is really satisfying. So good. The story's fun. Being able to, like, push people into things yes. and stuff around you is yeah. so good. Environmental... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Killing yeah. options. Uh, so I played a little bit of that. I've just been dabbling. Yeah. I'm, I, I need to finish. I'm real close to finishing Witcher 3. I'm like maybe one side mission away from finishing uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, I don't know why I haven't done it. I, I think I might do that today. Nice. Clean house a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking... 
with all of these games piled up, I've got you know a a gift card, so I'm thinking about maybe getting Jedi Survivor just because it looks yeah. so yeah. so good. The only thing about Jedi Survivor, which is crazy, is that even if you buy it on disc, you have to download part of the game from the internet. Well. Instead, well, this is what this is the what kind of bugs me, and and I get it. The game is huge, yeah, which is good because it means quality, right? But the problem is, if you know, God forbid, something happens, you won't be able to play the game, yeah, because you can't download the extra bits, right? Right. You know, it used to come on two discs, which yeah, yeah. You know, you would it was sometimes three discs where. You would put in the disc and, yeah. and you would play there'd through be, that part and it'd be like, please change right, discs. Right. You know, like, or there, there'd discs. be an install disc and then a play disc. Right. And you'd, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, most of a lot of them have the install in the, the, yeah. the, the bigger games. Bigger games, yeah. But this one is the first that I've heard that is a disc download it is, hybrid. It is almost 150 gigs. Yeah. Which I have seen m- numerous people say, well, I finally got that four terabyte <laughs> external drive yeah. or internal drive it's, that they had to add in because of this game. That's the next thing that I got to save up for because it's yeah. just Sophie's choice all the time. Yeah, it's weird only being able to have like three games. Seven, well, I have like seven games on my PS5. Well, but. Yeah, about that because, you know, we play, I'm, I'm getting close to maybe. Getting rid of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. You know, cause it's, I mean, it seems like it's kind of in its twilight, and I... I, You know, there's nothing... The last update was not very good. No, no, it was disappointing. It shows... it, Which is fine, because I'm ready... Look, I've <laughs> been playing this damn game for 10 years. I love it. It's probably... Yeah, yeah. It's the most entertainment I've ever received out of any purchase yeah. I've ever purchased. Right, it's the most right. economic. Even though I bought it three times, yeah, and the third time was only ten bucks. But still, I would say that you know, if you look at the numbers, yeah, yeah, it's definitely got bang for its buck. But I was really just keeping it on because you would get free stuff every month, and now right. that stops, not doing that anymore. Yeah, you know, and it's just you know, maybe if they have another big update or something which i'm sure I, they will but it's not going to be I, like really? it used to be yeah I they're going to still i they, think it's about 50 50 now I, that it's going to be because if it's anything like the last one then i just don't care yeah and that takes up a hundred and something and it's a lot yeah and uh i need to finish uh the hitman series because that's taken up a ton of space yeah. but then now they've released this really cool n- whole new thing which makes it a whole new game where you just have this base of operations that you can you know, build up right. like your home and stuff and get and do all these missions. So it's basically a game that'll last forever. Right. Um, right. Which is great. I love those games. Um, <laughs> but that's why I want to finish. That's why I need to finish The Witcher and I need to finish the Hogwarts because that'll, right. you know, that's another right. couple hundred gigs I can. I need to get back into The Witcher. I stopped playing it for a while. Oh, so I did. Good. I randomly I went and hung out with uh, our friend Jana. Yeah, Jana um, uh, Weimer. Shout Jana out, Weimer, shout out, Jana Weimer. She's unfortunately moving to Vegas. Fortunately uh, for her, because I she's mean, putting together a very yes, cool show. I'm being personal. I am being very personal. No, I'm being uh, selfish. Selfish. Thank you. Uh, because I don't want her to leave. Me neither. It'll be fun to be able to visit Vegas. She's one of the few. Out. Like the handful of people that I that I like that I like to <laughs> hang out with that I that I spend time with yeah yeah uh, but I went over to her place we used to go we used to watch a lot of UFC together uh, and so she did one last time and we went and hang out with her and uh, and a few other people um, but like 
it got me into like, oh yeah, UFC. So oh, I downloaded yeah. UFC four again. I was like, I'm gonna do a career. I just did on easy mode. It was ridiculous. I never got past the first round. I think the longest it took me to knock somebody out was like two and a half minutes. And your character, Punchy Dom. <laughs> he was a was goofy looking remarkable. Yeah. yeah. But the thing the thing that I realized is that that game, while the mechanics are good, mm-hmm. like for the fighting and stuff, the career mode left a lot to be desired (laughs) because it got to the point where I started with that character when I was 20 and I was able to, cause you only fight like every six months or so, but I ended up having like 47 matches. Good Lord. So like by the end of it, I was in like my forties. Yeah. They never set it up so that the other people you fight ever actually retire. So the last fight that I did was me at like 42 fighting a guy who was 57. Yeah, it's like if they threw you and I in a ring. I know. <laughs> I was like, I, this is not what I want to do. Like, it was ridiculous. And they, did, they didn't look any different, did no, they? No, no. Well, but it by was, then, because it was like 2042, they had sure, reduced aging. Sure. You know. But it was it was just so ridiculous. Like, I the first time I fought one of these guys, he was like 47. I looked it up because I was like, well, how old was the oldest guy to win the championship? And it was Randy Couture at 45 and a half years yeah. old. So I was like, okay. okay. But then, like, the guy didn't retire for another 12 years. <laughs> I'm just like, it was ridiculous. It's fun. And I had a lot of really cool knockouts. Yeah. And it was fun. And that was a free... That was, it was a, a, a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It had been uh, a couple, at least a year ago. That's a good deal. Um, but it was fun, and it was fun. And it was one of those, it was like, you know, download it, play it for a while. Uh, but I, it was funny, because after I had, you unlock, like, certain characters, and Bruce Lee was one of them. Oh, nice. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to do a fight with Bruce Lee. He's got to be great. Yeah. And I kicked it up from the easy to, like, the medium mm-hmm. level, and I fought against the welterweight champion, and he just destroyed me. Yeah. And then I immediately deleted the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had your time with it. Yeah. You did your thing. It was things. the same. I did the same thing with uh, God of War Ragnarok. I finished it, and I was like, oh, I only have, like, three more trophies to do. And, of course, it's, like, fighting these guys that are so hard. Yeah. And I I was like, no. Even on the easy level, I couldn't, de- couldn't defeat the second. After him, and he was super hard. After him was somebody that was even harder. And I was like, I don't have the patience for this. Yeah, I I don't need that big of a challenge anymore. No. Like, I, no. I, 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 we've talked about this before. Uh, Elden Ring should be right up my alley. Yeah. It's exactly... Yeah. But the combat is just too tough. I don't want to spend an hour and a half fighting a boss. Right, right. I don't have time for that. Yeah. You know? It's just... it's. It, I get it. It sounds... No. In theory, it sounds really fun, but right, it's just right. tedious to me. And I, I don't want to keep dying and having to find my stuff. Sure. I don't like that kind of challenge. <laughs> Video games, to me, are, are the escape, the fun. The, the I need to have fun doing it. Yeah. I need to be able to, like Red Dead Redemption, man, that's yeah. the perfect amount of, of difficulty. Right. Because it's just, it's just such an engrossing story. It that's, doesn't need yeah. to be tough. I don't need to die. You know, well, you that's, still die that's the thing for me is that I I prefer story driven games, yeah. which is why like God of War Ragnarok eventually just played it on easy because I was like, well, I just really want to hear you know do the story and I'm thinking and, yeah. and on top of that, like he's he's supposed to be this badass, right? And it's like well, he wouldn't be dying every five seconds. Like, come on. Like, this is this one thing that I really really like about the new Jedi Survivor 
mm-hmm. is they all the powers that you got in the first one, oh. you start with. Nice. Didn't nice. have that BS like, uh, oh, you, you, you knocked your head and you forgot how to do everything. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> there's some sort of Jedi kryptonite that sucks all your powers <laughs> out and you got to find it. But, you know, the, the they, they balance it by making the guys a little harder, but it's still uh, apparently it's not as difficult, the combat. It's yeah. more accessible. There's four different stances. No. Um, See, that even that right there, you saying that, makes me not want to play it at all. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but I loved uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and that had four or five different oh, that's stances. That's true. That's true. And, and you, you only have two at a time, and it's basically... You you pick the ones that you like the most, and then you level those up. Yeah. And from what I've seen, I'm probably going to do the double lightsabers oh, yeah. and then the lightsaber blaster combo because that looks really cool too. Yeah. And then there's a one with a giant like Kylo Ren, you know, heavy broadsword type of thing. Oh yeah. And then there's the the uh, Darth Maul two sided lightsaber. Oh yeah, yeah. Jibber jabber. Um, That's a Ghost of Tsushima is another one that I need to I need to get the uh, upgrade for the PS5 and then play yeah. that. I and I once did I get the new TV. I'll I'll do that. Oh man, you're gonna have so much fun. There's just so many things that you're just gonna yeah yeah you know <laughs> just staring. Yeah, the, hey. animation looks so yeah. good in 4K. Uh, like I said, Bad Batch is gonna just blow your mind. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I I uh, it, it, speaking of the uh, difficulty, I don't think I died once. In Diablo three. Oh wow! And then I so I kicked up the <laughs> the difficulty, and I'm still. Oh yeah. I haven't died. I've gotten close to it. Wow! But and I wasn't on easy easy. Yeah. You know they're like if you if you're kind of new to the game, do this one, and that's the one I did. Yeah. And yeah. Just blew through that thing. Wow. Like, talk about feeling like a, <laughs> a, a badass. <laughs> but that game has a really cool progression system and a really cool way of like. Uh, doing a character build i'm starting to get into character builds okay you know like uh in witcher 3 you just pick a certain skills and and attributes and just kind of work those Mm -hmm. rather than just shotgun blasting it yeah Yeah, and it's fun it's it it makes it more immersive to me because then you can kind of play the way you want to play and then gear your characters towards that play style that's why i'm really excited about jedi survivor because it seems like it has that yeah that quality too and it also just seems like a huge, just giant Star Wars playground. Yeah, I I think in that for that regard, like I I would like to play it eventually. Yeah, but I, it's just yeah. it's got it's more open world. It's it seems from the reviews that I read, it is expanded on everything in a in a and made a much better game, which cool. is what you want from a sequel. Cool. The only uh, negatives that I've seen is there's been some frame rate drops. Oh yeah, and a couple of technical issues that'll probably be fixed with a day one patch. Another hundred and fifty gig downloads. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's going to eat your hard drive whole. <laughs> but you know, and especially too, because next month we we're we're doing the Star Wars, the originals, yeah. the OGs, yeah, the yeah, original yeah. sequels. We've got the Star Wars coming up, and that's just getting me that and watching the Bad yeah. Batch and watching all this stuff and Mandalorian and everything well, coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, I've been reading that uh, from a certain point of view, the yeah. short stories about random characters in the original. Trilogy. It just makes me really want to I coop myself in a yeah. game, you know, dive into that right, world right. again. Just get immersive, yeah. Yeah, and it, and apparently the story's really good, and there's twists and turns, new characters and things. Um, so I'll probably break down and get that and tell you about I it. I will have to try to play through Survivor again. Because I do, I would like to play through it before the next one. But yeah. I, God knows, I, I'm not going to play that for quite a while. So well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I need to get through 
<laughs> it's like, well, I need to. Oh, what problem? I know. But I need to get to God of War so I can get to God of War 2. I yeah. want to play Stray. It's just too many games, not enough time. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the greatest problem in the world. <laughs> it like is. If I was, it is. This is the problems that I wanted as a child. Right, right. You know? Too much entertainment. Too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's just golden era. It is the golden era. And, uh, oh, and I'm really excited because uh, last month was my birthday month. Mm-hmm. And we did the Steve Martin short. And then for my birthday, I was gifted the the God of War from you mm-hmm. and then the Ed Grimley cartoon DVD that we want to watch. And then for Adam's birthday, I got him the Cool Check series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Super uh, excited about that. I can't wait because I don't think I've seen that series. And if I wow. did, it was when I was a child. We got to watch the Night Strangler. Yeah. The, the second TV movie before we watch Cool Check. The Night Stalker series. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm excited about it. I appreciate you giving me that. It's it's gonna look great. It's gonna be great. Well, I mean, we ran out of games. Usually, we give each other games, I know, but I don't I know, think there's I anything out there anymore. Yeah. I mean, no. We I keep mean, finding the, them on sales. The new but, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I do. For my birthday, I do want to give a shout out to Newt, uh, Phoebe's younger sibling, who gave me the uh, compendium of the Dragonlance Chronicles. No, uh, the Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, uh, all one big old book, three books in one. What's that about? Uh, the Dragonlance series is a fantasy series. Um, I want to say it was an offshoot of a D and D thing. Oh, nice! But uh, but it kind of became its own deal. Uh, but it was the only fantasy series that I read when I was growing up. Oh, cool. And they're so good. I don't know why they've not made them into a show. Or you read Lord of the Rings? Movie. I've never read Lord of the Rings. I could not get past the first 20-page song. Really? Yep. I, I, I have known you for decades, and I have never known that you didn't read Lord nope. of the Rings. I have literally two copies of <laughs> the books. One is a hardback edition, uh, th- the three of them, that is so beautiful. And I, I just, I have tried yeah. and tried and tried, and I just can't get into it. Oh, that's so surprising I, to I, me. It's been a while, so I might try again. You should. But I've finally gotten back into reading, so, like, I'm, I'm reading more consistently. I need to do that. Did you read The Hobbit? No. <sighs> the Hobbit's easier. I know. It's for, like, a fifth grade reading <laughs> level. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know it's easier. I just didn't get into that either. Oh, there's a new Stephen King book coming out. Yeah, there's uh, the the Holly. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. About Holly Gibney. One yeah. of his greatest, it's probably his favorite character he's ever written. He's put her in like 18 uh, he books. He loves her so much. Such a great character, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was originally in the Mr. Mercedes trilogy. Yeah. And then she was in The Outsider. The Outsider, which yeah. they made into a HBO, HBO miniseries. Show? Which the, the, uh, I would say the Finders Keepers, but it's the Mr. Mercedes trilogy is on Peacock. Yeah. Uh, available on Peacock. It was made for like sci-fi or something. Or... It was actually made for the DirecTV network. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. DirecTV. But I believe it's on Peacock now. It was. Yeah. Uh, and it's really good. It's got... Uh, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Oh, he's so good. Yes. Yeah. It's a good... I remember the first season was really good. I haven't seen the second two. I have. I, I think I saw them all and they were good. They were really good. Um, I don't know if I saw the third one. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, it guy just it, the the Stephen King can't help himself. It's like no, this is going to be a true crime series, and then uh, there it goes into the weird, it's so <laughs> like good. netherworld. I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. So good, and I I'm really excited that 
that he's bringing her back. I did read later his, it was supposed to be a hard-boiled crime fiction thing, but it's literally about a kid that can talk to dead people. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> I was like, all right, it was great. Uh, the ending was a little weird, but uh, uh, about who his real dad was. Oh, I don't remember. I, it's been a while since I read that one. All right, spoiler alert. You get two seconds. They essentially imply that his mother and his uncle had sex. Ooh. And that he's an incest baby. But then he goes, well, I don't know if that's actually true or not. And then it's like, well, then why the hell did you even bring it up? Yeah. <laughs> like, weird. it just, it was weird. It was just like, don't bring it back to incest. It's weird. It's like he's doing a Jim Thompson yeah. type of ending yeah, where yeah. stuff comes out of nowhere. It is, the novel's very Jim Thompson. Yeah. So that, well, makes, that would make that sense. makes more sense. Yeah, because but, uh, it's, but yeah. I love Love Jim Thompson. And oh, he's so good. He, he, to me, is the best, like, crime noir. The hard-boiled, like, yeah. crime fiction. Yeah. The, you know, the the dangerous dame and alcoholic <laughs> guy. But his books have the most jacked-up, wild-ass endings that come out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That it's just, like, a second, it's, like, a different book. <laughs> but he's... He, You've probably seen the movie adaptations. Uh, the Grifters, The Devil Inside Me. That's another like my one. My absolute favorite, Pop 1280. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is so utterly brilliant. He, he he likes to put people in authority that you think are good guys, but aren't. Yeah, that's, that's The Devil Inside Me, which yeah. is the sheriff who... The killer inside me. The killer inside me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no devils. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, The Grifters. I, that's so, the Getaway was the big one that, right. that he did that's been remade a couple times. Yep. Uh, but you haven't experienced Jim Thompson unless you've read oh, Jim Thompson. Oh, The Killer Inside Me is the most brilliant Disturbing. look into a crazy person. Yeah. Like an absolute psycho. And like it's absolutely Who just happens to be a sheriff. <laughs> just which happens to be the guy. But they're not long books. You can no. get through them in a day or two. No, they and... were considered to be like dime store novels. Yeah. You know, I mean... And he was... He didn't find any success while alive, no. unfortunately. All of his books hit after his death. Yeah. And uh, so he died thinking he was a failure. Well, he did. He worked in Hollywood for a little while. Like, he he wrote a lot of westerns and stuff. Um, but he... It's funny, because when I worked at that international film sales agency, uh, we were trying to get a distribution for a Philip K. Dick movie that he did, Radio Free Albemuth. Uh-huh. Um, but the guy... I talked to the guy for a long time, because I'm a huge Philip K. Dick fan. But I talked to the guy for a long time, and... That producer has the rights to most of Jim Thompson's novels. Really? And I was just like, oh, my God, we have to work with this <laughs> yeah. guy. And, and you know. They're hard to adapt, yeah. though. They're t- yeah. Uh, because they're wacky in the most uh, amazingly yeah. disturbing yeah. way. But, I yeah. Think, oh, the Grifters is so good. It's so yes. good. We'll, we'll eventually cover it. Yeah. I mean, we got to do a Jim Thompson we we need to do some do, literary. We, we do need to do a literary away. month. Yeah. We yeah, can do right. Thompson right. and Stephen King and Math. You know, well, I guess we've done Matheson, but yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll pick a couple more authors because we need to, you know, expand out our, yes. our our purview. Some of us need to read a little bit more. I watched Cocaine Bear and absolutely. Oh loved yes, it. yes, Cocaine Bear uh, was great. I think Margot uh, Martindale. Oh my God, Margot Martindale is my favorite character actor. So good of all time. Anytime so she shows up in anything. She is she, absolute gold. Did you know that she is 70? She no. was doing that in Cocaine Bear at 70. No. She's just she is remarkable. She, she's never bad. She was in, she plays Mother Superior in Mrs. Davis. Yes. And I've only seen the first episode, so I don't know what happens to her. But 
the whole time Phoebe was like, who is that? It's going to drive me nuts. It's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> and I was like, it's Margot Martindale. Margot Martindale is a joy. And she's amazing so in both those things. And she's so bol- she's so versatile because she can play the most likable human being on the planet. Yeah. And the most unlikable <laughs> human being on the planet, which just shows her range and how enormously talented that she's person so is. so good. Well, she was as, great. Especially as proven when she voiced herself in BoJack Horseman. <laughs> Which had one of the best lines ever, ever written. I won't be in heaven, but my movies will. (laughs) (laughs) She was so great in that. Anyway, she's, I love her to death. She's amazing. Cocaine Bear was just a hoot. It was so much fun. It's exactly what you think it is. And (laughs) the best reaction to accidentally murdering somebody I've ever seen. Oh, God. Oh, so good. Um, I started watching the new Scream movie last night. Yeah. Uh, I'd been working hard for the last few days. Uh, yes. Which is like, you fell asleep <laughs> normal for me. I'm usually pretty lazy, but yeah, I, I well, no, I, I I'm getting good at at when I start getting drowsy, I'll stop it, and put yeah. something else yeah. on because I, I know that I'll fall asleep. Um, what I do do <laughs> is I I put on like 2020 or Dateline or something, and the funny thing is, is I'll start watching one, and I'll doze off, and then. Another one will be on, but I'll think it's the same one. And I'll be like, well, where'd this guy come from? And I thought that guy did the murder, but who's this woman that did the thing? And I just don't know. And then I go to sleep. Better go back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but I started watching the Scream movie. So the the beginning is cool. Like they okay. do a, kind of a switcheroo that is in, that, it, that I thought was going to go someplace else. Oh. And it didn't. A little disappointing, but I'm, 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 I'm in. Yeah. For the movie, um, but yeah, it's what I saw. I like so far. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. I haven't been watching too many movies. I I feel like I feel like Phoebe and I just watched something, and I literally don't remember what it is. It's, yeah, it's hard to keep track. Um, I'm sure there's some other stuff that I've watched that I can't remember, which <laughs> doesn't bode well for those movies. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've been watching. I mean, I got really caught up into the. The glory, the cringe. yeah, the cringe. and those are like sixteen episodes. They're yeah, they're more than ten. And same thing with the Bad Batch. Bad Batch is like 16. it was long. Yeah, yeah, the season was long. I did watch uh, on Netflix. They have Physical One Hundred, uh, which is a Korean show, a Korean reality show, which they do reality television very differently <laughs> yeah. than we do. Uh, because the first half hour of the first episode, and I highly recommend watching it, but just fast forward to about the 27 or 28 minute mark. Yeah. Because they literally introduce every single person. All 100. <laughs> oh That's a lot of people. We were sitting watching it and I was like, I just have to, this is like, Boy. there they are walking out, looking at their butt. They make, because it's all like physical, like people that are sure. really in shape and like, they're trying to find out who the perfect specimen is. Oh. But it's like a, a competition show. Sure. And they winnow down you but, know but and you it, have to sit through the equivalent of a high school graduation oh my god it just went on forever <laughs> forever and and but the show is great and it's not it was only nine episodes but some were like an hour and a half long oh. like it's they're just random but it's a really good show if you like like we're phoebe and i are really into like physical competition shows mm-hmm. um like there was a a show on netflix that i wish the, the Beastmaster, which i wish they would do again it was like a obstacle course thing or yeah. whatever but they're just always done really well sure. and fun it was interesting in that um you know watching this level of like because they only i think they only had five people that did like the the voiceover because oh. it's it's we watched it uh dubbed sure. uh, rather than subtitled because we usually this is stuff we watch while reading lunch well, and look 
reality TV stuff, it's better to watch it dubbed because it's also yeah, a little yeah. bit more entertaining. You know, yeah, I used yeah. to love watching the Iron Chef dubbed. Because, right, right, yeah. right. But, you know, the but shows it's, it's you want to really, watch in the original. It's really obvious that there were people that were going to make it far because they had one guy playing them. And then there was like one dude that did like 20 people. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, OK. You know, but but it was it was highly entertaining. I, I recommend it if you're into reality shows at all. Awesome. Like, and they were it was a nice look into like a typical like Korean like kind of da- not daily life, mm-hmm. but like just them being more personable and like and it was it was fun. It, it was, was it was good. Oh, I did watch uh, Murder Mystery two because I think oh, I talked yeah. about the first yeah. one. Yeah, uh, it was fun. I, okay. I can't tell you what it was about. I don't remember it. I think it, oh no, it was about uh, one of the guys from the first um, movie was getting married. The uh, oh yeah, the Raj. It's funny, it's literally how I feel about the first one. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Don't remember anything they're, about it. They're f- okay. <laughs> I am, uh, and I think I said this last time. I love Adam Sandler. I think yeah. he's, I think he's really funny. I don't love his movies. I loved his earlier movies, but there's like the middle part, probably starting with. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I'm unfortunately, uh, I'm not that big of a Kevin James fan. He's fine. He seems like a nice enough guy, but yeah. it's just he's always Kevin he's, James. Uh, Although yeah. he did do that one movie where he played the bad guy that he was pretty good in. He's like the militia guy. I forget the name. He was like the uh, oh, I don't like remember Mandy or something. It. I don't. Was it Mandy? No, it was, no, Mandy. It was, was something like that Cage with a, a, a one named Annie or Jib Jab Dandy Jib Loomsy. He was but, uh, he was pretty good in that MMA movie too, yeah. although it was a little got a little too religious. But uh, yeah, I mean he's a fine. And, and, and I'm gonna be honest, if I catch reruns of like King of Queens, it's not a terrible show. It's just that that's that's literally all you get. Well, that's Kevin James. The, the, one of my favorite Adam Sandler moments was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where he was playing himself, and uh, Andy Samberg was, they were doing like an auction or something, and uh, he's like, oh, Adam Sandler's here, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm making a movie, and uh, he's, like, he's like, I'm making a movie about the Russian Revolution, he's like, oh, yeah, who's Kevin James playing? He's like, shut up, it's a serious movie, <laughs> Trotsky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Which makes me love him because he's aware. Like, Oh, no, he knows. But when they're bad, like the Grown Ups movies are so unwatchably bad, especially yeah. the second yeah. one. It's just, you know, and it's because a bunch of friends are on vacation yeah. making a movie. They don't give yeah. crap about the no, movie no, part. No, no. They just want to rap and go uh, have fun. There is a certain population that will go to Walmart and pick up every single movie that Adam Sandler does. Sure. And they know this, you and know. they know how much they can make this stuff for, and they know how much money they're going to make. And sometimes it'll, uh, um, you know, y- you might have something that'll break out past that. And then it's like, oh, we got even more money. But right. he's turned it into a very successful franchise business. But it, He yeah. knows exactly what he needs to do. Well, and- he also has, you know, look, Rob Schneider's got a mortgage. You know, <laughs> he's not getting a lot of work. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he needs his, you know, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to pay off his kids insurance yeah. for like six months. Um, but what was so refreshing to me about the mystery movies is like none of the yeah. none of those guys are in it. He was just like, F you guys. Oh, I'm yeah. Not yeah. Using any of you. Just me and Jennifer Aniston. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. And uh, and they had, uh, you know, some some fun people in the cast and. And I did. I thought it was fun. So yeah. I recommend both those movies. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about more stuff. I can't remember everything. Uh, we didn't We didn't even talk about Barry, but we'll talk about that. Oh, it yeah. It just started. Uh, we'll talk about it when we, and it airs a bit more. Uh, but it just started. It's, it's going to be dark. Three in. Uh, it's, 
Yeah, I was a little worried in the first ep- episode, but by the time we got to the third, the old magic was back. It's like, yeah. But the balancing act in in this season, because everything is just falling apart. Yeah. And everybody's at each other's throats, and you don't know who's <laughs> going to kill who. Right. To find right. the humor within that is just genius. And if anybody can do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Bill Hader. Mr. Hader. Mr. Hader. He's Wait, so freaking sure funny. sure he's directed all the episodes of the oh, season so yeah. far. Yeah. He's just. I, I've been watching a lot of old Saturday Night Lives, mm-hmm. too, like just bits. Because I never watched this, the era with he and Seth Meyers. And, yeah. And then I just was out for a while. And so uh, it's really fun to watch them yeah. do their bit. And Bill Hader, man, his Vincent Price specials are just gold. <laughs> and the, the funniest thing about that is he, I think he was talking to Conan O'Brien, and he did like four or five of these Vincent Price, you know, like 1959. Yeah. You know, it's the Vincent Price Christmas special. And, right, right. And, uh, <laughs> and Lauren Michaels came up to him after the first one, and he said, very funny. Why now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But you can't go wrong with Bill Hader. No, no. He's he's brilliant. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, starting up our Star Wars month. Yeah. May the force be with you, baby. We cover all the originals, the rid, the OGs. Yes. We're going episode four, five, and six. Uh, Super excited to dive into these again. Oh, my God. You know, the original Star Wars movie... Changed my life. Yeah. And that's not hyperbole. It, no. As a no. little little boy, little baby boy. You hear all about it next week. Beep, boop, 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 beep. I was going to say Eddie, too. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, it is. It's um. Oh, my God. Ed... Uh, Ed O'Neill. Yes, Ed O'Neill. It's Ed O'Neill. Yeah. But so, this... Here's a little... Uh, uh, here's a... Uh, we now return you to your regularly scheduled program, Max Headroom, already in progress.